Wait, which one are we recording right now? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Jesus, do you want to do one and just like vamp for a fucking hour? Because I, I mean, one's real short. We can just knock it out. All right, that works for me. Sure. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. Still Jason. And this time we played one. And I know what you're thinking. One, I should look this up real quick on Google while I'm listening so I can tell what they're thinking. And then you realize trying to figure out what game this is is a cryptic nightmare. (laughs) Right. That Jake inflicted upon me when I'm like, what game are we talking about? Oh my God, you're so loud. I'm not that loud. You're that quiet. As uh, we did many a moon ago, back in the deep catalog of the Bad Gamecast, in the dark corners where the sun doesn't shine and we tell you not to look, we did a game called Warlocked. So yeah, we're jumping back into Jake's past this time. Something, I don't know when you picked this up. I, I couldn't tell you. It was freaking years ago. I got this at a pawn shop in a bucket. It was three for a dollar. And I... Picked it up a few times over the years, and I'd make it as far as that first bridge section, and I could never get past it. But before we get into the game, this was released in 1997, developed by Visual Concepts, produced by ASC Games in North America, Take-Two Interactive in Europe, and Capcom in Japan. Other games released in 1997 you might have heard of, like Fallout, Final Fantasy VII, and Goldeneye. And like 1997, you look at the release date for that year, or the releases for that year, god damn. I mean, yes, there are good games released every year, and this was not one of them. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I'd never heard of this fucking game either before I picked it up. It was in a random bargain bin. I should have left it there is what I should have did. And I know know what this is asking, but uh, Jason, you want to take us through the story? Yeah, sure, I got this. You play as a guy who runs and shoots things. You run and shoot things the best. Once you run and shoot them all, you win. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it starts with a cutscene of uh, like shitty dub about uh, I don't even remember what he says. Uh, I messed up. Like weird gun arm potato looking man wakes up in an apartment, and then suddenly there's a police helicopter that starts firing missiles in. Go. Yeah, you run, you escape, you shoot people, you keep running through. I like I don't actually know any story now, mind you. It helps that I didn't have any audio turned on the whole time, so... Hmm. The only story bits you get are that opening, which is like three seconds long, and then uh, another cutscene at the very end with like four lines of dialogue. Uh, yeah, that's it. So it's you, this um, gun-armed biomechanical monstrosity, running your way through... Jesus, where do you start? Uh, it's like you start in the apartment building, and then you make your way through like warehouses, right? Yeah. And then you fight the uh, hovercraft that's indoors, and you have to, like, take out the, um, what am I thinking of? The columns that hold up the ceiling, and, like, you blow those up, and then it falls and takes that out. Then you make your way to the rooftops where you're chased by police for some reason. And, like, random soldiers? I don't know what to tell you, man. You keep looking at me like I have an explanation for this bizarre game that we played. Jason, what, what, what happened? We played a game that... Doesn't even necessarily fit into our uh, categories because I can't find actual review scores for this game. 
No, no. The only review that you can find is on the Wikipedia page where someone's like, it's really not that good. Like, I legitimately cannot find serious review from any major outlet about this game. It doesn't have a Metacritic page because it's way too old. It doesn't have any kind of like, no one talked about this game for good reason. So I'm going to say I don't have a huge issue with your lumpy potato man because 1997 graphics were harsh. A harsh, cruel mistress. It was a next generation magazine gave it a two out of five. Sure. So, like, I don't really blame them for having terrible graphics. No, I don't. I don't think it looks particularly good at the time or for the time, but it it doesn't look that bad either. It certainly doesn't look bad for the time because bad games for the time were like horrendous. When did uh, Bubsy come out? Nineteen ninety six, ninety five. Before this. Yeah, but not that much. Yeah. Hmm. So like, uh, it's just I don't know. It felt like an arcade game with the whole you have five lives. Yeah, you have five lives and two continues, and that's it. Yeah, and so as we've said before, like that really is indicative of this like old design philosophy of like make sure this works as an arcade cabinet game and then just kind of port it to all the places you can play it. Yeah, which was common at the time. Like uh, A lot of games still had the live systems from uh, previous arcade games, just maybe developers, and that's just what they knew or went with. I, I don't know, because it was so common. But it isn't like there's a way to feed quarters into your PlayStation, so I don't know why it's there. And that's that's whatever, again, product of the time. That's not my chief complaint. My chief complaint is the platforming. I mean, no, it's it's a product of the time, but it's still a bad product. It's something that lasted much longer than it should have. And thank God most developers realize that's not a thing now, although now they instead are just like, hey, why don't we uh, just uh, charge a bunch of million microtransactions? You can keep paying for this game, right? For like the next year? Please. Can and will. I, some people will. So... The shooting is bad. Like, aiming is weird. Yeah, because it's a what third person third person action platformer. Yeah, and enemies show up, and you go to shoot at them. You can't control your camera, so you just kind of turn around in place. But then it like auto aims for you, kind of. But if you're on a slope, it'll just aim like. So if, if you're facing down, even a little, you'll just start like firing down. So if they're level with you, you'll just be shooting under them. And then if you're aiming slightly up, you'll just fire off into the sky. It's very weird. Yeah, it, it is weird. Because there's no actual aim. It's all just kind of like point your guy towards them and hope the auto aim locks you on. Yeah, you want just close. And I don't know if there is a target uh, targeting system, I mean, like where you can aim it. Uh, I couldn't find it if there was. Not really. I found the crouch and the uh, combat dive, mm-hmm. which was sweet. Functionally useless, but... Absolutely. Just like most things in this game. But yes, the real, real issue uh, was with the platforming. Because your guy moves really fast and is really floaty. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's this weird sort of a momentum that he carries, but there's also no weight to it. There's a point where you're like running between these like two ledges on rooftops in the first level second level would be the second level yeah if you hit sideways you just 
straight off the cliff. Just, you don't turn at all. You're just, bam, off the cliff and dead. Life gone. There's a lot of that uh, in that section, too, where it's horizontal. What's the, just columns across, like, either side of the walkway that you have to jump across. And I don't know how many fucking times. And, like, I did this on stream, too, where I'd go to jump. I'd land too close to the corner, continue moving forward, just bleh, die, bleh, die, bleh, die. And you yeah. get five lives, and then you get to start all the fuck over. Yeah. It, like, ah, oh, it does not control well. It feels, that whole section, I felt like, oh, I turn, I'll try to line up my jump here. Oh, I fell and died. Trying to line up my jump. Okay, I'll jump, and I'm dead. And I'll do that, uh, and I'm dead again. I do want to give it props for... An interesting system, the way that your gun damage and fire rate is tied to your health, because it's all the same rage meter. Rage. Yeah, you're one with rage, and that's your thing, I guess. So you get this weird little, like, I don't know, polyhedral sphere that, like, fills up with different colors, green, then yellow, and then red. And then once red's filled up and starts spitting, you get blue, and then you throw, like, when you do the melee attack, it's an explosion, and you shoot really fast, and it hits fairly hard. Mm-hmm. Except the way that you shoot and move, because the auto-aim only works when you're pointed in something's general vicinity, as you're running around and shooting, and because you skate like a motherfucker as you're moving, you do this a lot, you hit something one or two times, and then you move, and you fire off at nothing. Oh, yeah. Where all stuff just either uh, stun locks you with your machine guns, or snipes you or just, like, runs up and tries to beat you. Although you do have a melee attack, which the melee increases your rage faster than shooting stuff. So, like, any... Uh, what am I looking at? Your ceiling? Any Anything in the environment that you can destroy increases your rage as well as destroying any enemies. But if you do the melee, it fills the gauge faster. Yes. Only you have these weird little stubby arms with no range. So, like... And because you move so quick and the enemies move so quick, too, as you're trying to skate around each other, you'll, like, flail at them and hit them once. And then, like, you guys will just flail at each other and both of you will miss. And it's kind of depressing. Yeah, that's why you should just use the flamethrower. I just have infinite rage and just constantly be exploding. Because it's a very old game, uh, it is has cheats. Like, old games are one to do. You know, that's normal. In a game that came out back then, I don't know. It's one of those, again, game design things where, like, just putting in cheats was normal. Like, punch in this code, and now you have flamethrowers. Which, I mean, you get them, you can get as a drop in-game as well, but I just found it more fun to unlock flamethrower from the beginning and just flamethrower everything to death. It is something that's kind of interesting throughout the levels, and there's only six of them. It is not a long game. No. There are different weapons that you can pick up. There's what? Uh, homing missile, rockets, flamethrowers, the laser cannon. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yes. Other As, than your base gun. Yeah, just your base gun, which fires so quickly. Like, I, that's like, mostly what I use. Basically uh, like a laser repeater. I played through this whole game. Uh, I had an infinite lives cheat just so I didn't have to fucking start over. Okay, I, I was okay dying. I just wanted to try and progress. And man... Some of the sections are so goddamn rough. And the boss fights are all weird. Like, there's the final boss fight you actually shoot at and damage everything else. You have to shoot environmental stuff to take them out. Yeah. You don't actually, like, fight them head on. You survive while destroying stuff to destroy them. 
yeah, to plow through it, you go from the apartments to the rooftops. You go from the rooftops to the mountain to get to the secret base, from the secret base to the undersea facility, and that's it. And in the secret base, you are on this train, and a giant robot is chasing after you, and you have to shoot these, like, cargo things that are above it to fall down onto it. Or the weird, like, prison section where it's all that timed bullshit. It's all platforming. you got 30 seconds to move. Except for sometimes it's only 10 seconds because you got to rush. And it's this weird spider. You have to shoot stuff above it to fall onto it. And, like, it's weird. It's weird. It's an odd choice. And I didn't hate that because those fights play out differently. But not differently than each other. Yeah. The guy's name is John Kane, by the way. John Kane. He says it at the end. He is rage incarnate. Yeah, and this fucking... You get some story in the booklet. Feel free to browse through. Kind of want to, since I didn't have the booklet. So I didn't have, like, any story at all. It, it doesn't tell you anything. Like, you, you're an experiment. You wake up in your apartment. You don't know who you are. The game is you trying to piece that back together and or destroy the facility where you were created. Which, thumbs up, guys. We did it. And once you destroy the undersea facility, he gives this depressing, I don't know if this is my first log or will be my last one. Hopefully the explosion takes out the facility and maybe me too. But it's all starting to come back to me. I can hear voices. I must find her. John Kane out. End. The fuck was that? Set up for the sequel? I pray to God that no sequel was made. I hope it was. I hope this was the start from like Bionic Commando. I mean, it's not, but like, I don't. (laughs) Is there a game called Two? Because that should be the sequel. I, yeah, no, I, I don't know. No, I don't think anybody actually bought this game. <laughs> I don't think this is a real video game. I think you bought it from the guy who made it, and he hacked together this Wikipedia page, and no one has questioned it since. Maybe. Honestly. <laughs> like, this is such a weird little game. I know, comparing our two weird little games, personally, I enjoyed mine more, but this was so weird. I didn't like it. I don't. I don't like it either. I don't. I don't. It was just also just weirdly short, and just a lot of things. Uh, so I guess this is wrap up, wrap ups as recommendations. There's really not much to this game, but like I want to say, basically, it's incredibly short. The controls don't feel great. It's, there's not much to like. I can't say it's the worst thing we've played. Lord knows, there's things I actively hate. This was just like, I don't know, a shoddy arcade game that you would play and instead you're playing it at home on a console and it just makes it worse. I don't really have too much more to add. Uh, If, yeah, I I don't know, you're trying to fill out your PlayStation collection and for whatever reason you want to play through the games that you bought. And I know I've said this before, but I can't really think of another use case as to who would want this game. No, no one. It's old. It's bad. It just. No, it's not even like. I mean, it is bad, and I'm with you. Like, I don't hate it. Yeah, but I really don't want to play more of it. No, no. I playing for this. I actually sat down and played through the game. Great. That was. Uh, it's like maybe maybe three hours, and that's only because you're gonna die a lot to bullshit. Fucking spare yourself the frustration if you have to have it for your collection grand, but uh, why fucking play it? Yeah, it's a relic of a bygone era game design that has been lost and should be lost. And just 
uh, yeah, a game out of time that doesn't hold up at all today. It probably wouldn't have even held up back then, as evidenced by its complete and total lack of existence on any sort of reviews or, like, this Wikipedia page is seriously, like, five paragraphs. No, no one knows what this game is, no one talked about this game, no one cared. That might be the best part about this game. It came and went, and now you listened to us vaguely describe how your uh, guy who wants to be Mega Man or Samus, because he's got a gun arm, uh, runs his way through collapsing hallways and shoots him up some dudes with his rage. Yeah, with 1997 PlayStation graphics. Yeah. Woo! Oh, God! I'm dying! No! <laughs> All right. That was uh, like 10 minutes. That was like 10 whole minutes. We almost did it, guys. <laughs> that game was so in-depth. Uh, but uh, seriously, this will be probably a short episode, but there's probably going to be a bonus episode to make up for it. Hey. Although this actually probably comes out after the bonus episode, so ignore what I just said and be grateful for your bonus episode, you damn ingrates. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we move on to letters. Letters from listeners. Listeners. Listeners, like this person. This uh, we actually got a letter this time, and you know I'm gonna say, oh man, we actually got letters. But like, still, still, seriously, send us more stuff. Like the more, the more letters, the more stuff we can answer. The more suggestions, the more things we can just kind of like line up and plan out. It makes our lives easier f- to interact with the tiny audience that we have. Anywho. Uh, this letter comes from Endorphin, and they say, first off, they love the podcast, especially when we have on a guest who isn't subjecting them, who isn't used to subjecting th- themselves to such horror, which is absolutely true. I have enjoyed most of our guest appearances. I would love to get a few more. We'll see if we can get anything going down the hatch. I can think of a few people I might be able to course, but we'll see. I mean, I, I'm always down because it is funny. Yeah. Just, it's also funny, like, because of how much, like, we've done this now. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, sitting there trying to figure out how the whole system works. And we're just, like, talking, talking, talking. Or how when uh, someone's like, you guys do this all the time. And you and I are just like, I mean, yeah. Like, but this fucking sucks. Yeah, sometimes. It's a real <laughs> chore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when the game, like, this one is only a couple hours, it's annoying. And it takes up an afternoon and then you're done. But sometimes it's, like, 40 hours of just misery. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's just it. It's like an afternoon and you're done. You're done. We're fucking done with it, man. It's not another goddamn 90 hours of fucking Final Fantasy pick one or what is that other last fucking remnant? Uh, anyway, the question. Uh, I also want to quickly shout out the uh, they, they titled this uh, letter. I accidentally sent this to the bad games cast at gmail.com the first time. Ooh, and you hate to see it. You hate to see it. I know I like I can sometimes uh, slur my words and go quickly. So to reiterate, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, you want to send them to us. It's the bad game cast at gmail.com singular. Uh, it's I believe the exact name of the podcast is the name we use basically everywhere. Always singular. I don't think we use plural on any of our stuff. No, but I would do that in the early episodes where I'd say bad games cast. All right. So, yeah. That's how it is. So uh, they actually have a four-part question. Holy shit. Yeah. It, Endorphin, fuck yes. 
it kind of it kind of all goes together. So uh, the first part, what's the most potential you've ever seen in a bad game? Essentially, a what is a good idea, but a bad game? And if we have the release order right, <laughs> this comes out after the game that we're going to talk about that. A metric shit ton, because that's Lichdom and Battle Mage. For that me. is 100% what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of some other examples, but in the meantime, to briefly recap that, uh, Lichdom is so close to being and I, a concept that I have had in my head for a while, you know, in, in and out, just kind of thinking about like what games don't exist, but I think could be interesting. And that's a first person shooter, except like spells instead of guns. And that's what they, that's what it is. And there's this whole crafting system and it like it almost gets good and then it never really does. It gets OK, but it never actually gets good. I can think of. Well, I've got two. Uh, one recent one, Two Worlds 2, because they made such improvements over the first one, but it fell so short and ended up just being mediocre. I'm hoping that if they ever actually make and release Two Worlds 3, it becomes the competent RPG that it wants to be. Or crashes and burns back to Two Worlds 1. Oh, I'm so fucking okay with that. Holy shit. Two Worlds 1, just like better graphics. Oh, Yeah, like if they want to just have some weird, like, just awful voice acting and a plot that frankly should go off the rails more than it did. Like, I just want absolute anarchy in the studio. Just like, here's this video game and you're playing it and you have no idea what's about to happen. That's that's almost all I ever want. It's just fucking madness. But besides Two Worlds 2, and I think back to some of the like games as a service or bullshit crash cash grab games we've played like Metal Gear Survive. Or Fallout 76. But I'm going to go with Anthem. <sighs> I know. And I know. I, I, Jake, I just, I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore. I know. And I'm going to keep, because we covered this in that episode, how it's close to being good. But there's so much bullshit around it that hasn't been fixed, to my knowledge. Nope. Uh, and why would it be? And it's not, it hasn't been fixed. They still haven't added, like, a significant amount of new content. It's. It's just sitting there treading water, but it's treading water underwater. Like, they're like, this is fine if we just don't move while they're actively drowning. Yeah, so if they added more content, if they added more drops, if they fixed their drop system at all, because, like, the flying around was fun and the combat was fun, and I can get past the, like, shitty character interactions, like, during the story, that's fine. That was a means to an end to get me back out there flying around and shooting shit and hurling lightning and big fucking rockets, whatever. I've said it before, if your gameplay is good enough, I can ignore the story somewhat, even though I would rather play a game for the story. That's fine. But yeah, it's, that's that's it. Yeah. That's it, the game. Showed promise. Fell short. Hard. We've definitely, we've definitely hit a fair number of those on this podcast along the way, where I felt that it was undeservedly trashed, necessarily, but also wasn't actually good. Yeah. It happens. Games don't have to be good or bad. They can be eminently mediocre. And as it turns out, a lot of games are eminently mediocre. You can still have fun with them, but... Mm. So part two to that is... Uh, what's the best you've seen a game designer do with a bad idea or no apparent idea at all? Whew. 
You know, I'm glad you didn't give me this beforehand so I could have thought about it. I know, right? I <laughs> thought about that, but then you weren't at work like half of this week. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you just didn't get these questions beforehand. Yeah, no, all right. And, you know, I could have thought about them beforehand, but I'm lazy. But uh, auto chess requires your complete and undivided attention. That and this stupid game did. Yeah, right. Okay, back to Two Worlds 2. The spellcrafting. I really enjoyed the spellcrafting in Two Worlds 2, which we discussed in that as a recent episode. The way that you pick the cards and the way that the cards interact with each other to do vastly different things. We're trying to sum that up as much as I can. Jake, I, I think I'm just going to run, run run the same answer through, yeah, through yeah. this through this uh that's what i figured i was trying to say something different i know right (laughs) because um thanks to a very uh specific piece of games journalism and what we got to learn about anthem i think i have to say anthem (laughs) since the developers didn't know what the game was about (laughs) until after it was shown at e3 the people making the game did not know the game until there was already a trailer for the game. That's mm, mm, choice. So it's bad, but they still succeeded at some parts surprisingly well for how absolutely rushed and chaotic that had to have been. Oh, Jason, it's right there. Big rigs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I guess, yes. Big rigs is the greatest game not designed to be a game I have ever played. <laughs> Big Rigs is fucking... Oh my god, it's so good from start to finish. And by finish, I mean when you close it. <laughs> yeah, Big Rigs. If you haven't listened to the episode, do yourself a favor. Listen to the episode because Big Rigs is the greatest existential quandary ever presented <laughs> in gaming form. And it's amazing. Like, you, you play the game and you're just like... You, you just have to sit and think about life and its consequences and then just, it changes you. It changes you on the inside. <laughs> and it's clear they had no plans for that monstrosity. Fuck no. But what other game will your truck go backward at? Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> Infinite speeds. Speeds that would cross the entire known universe in less than a second. Oh my god, just thinking about that puts a smile on my face. Straight through every piece of thing in your way. Tree, straight through it. Wall, straight through it. Person, straight through it. Hold on, mountain. Up it. 90 degrees. 90 degrees. (laughs) Never slow down. Ah, big rigs. Good times. Third part, so you can kind of get where this is Mm -hmm. going. Are there any otherwise good games that are ruined by a single facet, such as story, character design, sound, etc. Yeah, uh, Sonic and Sonic. Well, no. <laughs> Sonic is ruined by every facet of the game. Not a single facet. Everything is wrong with Sonic. Everything. Hmm. What are some of the games that we've played that I've actually kind of liked? <sighs> I don't have that list with me. And I'm trying, like, of what we played, what is a game that one thing ruined it for me? Man, that's rough. Mm. If you kind of expand it to one or two things, honestly, um, and Jake is going to disagree with me heavily, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. I didn't hate The Last Remnant nearly as much as he did. 
There are parts of that game that I hate. I mean, I can't disagree with your opinion as wrong as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, the general kind of gameplay and, like, setting up your units and the whole, like, auto combat, I actually didn't dislike. And equipping out my units and, like, building strategies based on them wasn't bad. But then, as I told the story, and I will not repeat the whole story... Uh, here, when I tried to upgrade one of my weapons and it took me 12 hours, um, fuck that. Fuck all parts of that. The game obfuscates how you're supposed to do things and hides them behind weird things that you have to look up as well as just random chance rolls that aren't really, they don't matter. Like, you can literally just go back in and out of an area as many times as you want. So it's literally just rolling on a table hundreds of times until you get the thing that you want which which is just bad it's poor design and like that absolutely killed any sense of progression i felt i had through the game which is you know where that game is supposed to shine and i say uh, not necessarily one thing because the story itself is also not particularly good uh but i mostly just tuned out the story pretended it didn't exist so I do that with a lot of games. I mean, I get that then. Uh, but weird grindy shit and ugh. I guess another one I would say uh, would be uh, Metal Gear Survive. What about it? I mean, I again, the multiplayer was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, the multiplayer was, which I mean, we covered a lot. Yeah, we should have more of that multiplayer. Not actually because then we'd have to play the game again. But like, yeah, I'm not re-downloading that. <laughs> The And the base game itself, the story tries too hard to be Metal Gear. I think that you could have done a lot better with the characters slash maybe even not characters and just having it be way more survival-y. I believe we'd said that during the episode, too, where it feels like they tried to mimic Kojima's direction, but without Kojima. Yeah. And it does not work without that weirdo at the helm. Yeah, and, like, it's unnecessarily tied into Metal Gear. Like, there's no point of this being a Metal Gear game, right? There's really none. None. So, like, I think if it had been uncoupled from Metal Gear, which they did 100% for the cash grab, they were like, we're going to put the name on it, and that'll make it sell copies, which it probably did more than if it had just been put out as is. But I didn't hate a lot of that game. And I think part of the issue of the game was they put a known quant, you know, named quantity on it, said this is Metal Gear. And then it wasn't. Well, I mean, there's a Metal Gear in there. So count it. It was the Sahelanthropus. Uh... I don't know if you've thought of anything in the meantime. Uh, Bomberman, Act Zero. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it. Like default, like the, the game of Bomberman. Big grid, you're a dude, you wander around, you plant bombs, you get power-ups, you blow people up. Yep. That it, It's a pretty enjoyable game. I think it's a pretty solid party game. Mm-hmm. And then Bomberman Axe Zero uh, butchered. Butchered my boy. Yeah, it's not the uh, gritty reboot that bothered me at all. Uh, I actually thought it was kind of funny, especially the way I mean, that the enemies would scream when they died. It's funny in that I hate it. It, like, it's gritty and grimdark for the sake of being gritty and grimdark yeah in a thing that was basically just like 
uh, child's game for so long. Yeah, and it doesn't look good. No. And that's funny. My biggest issue with the game, like, looking back at it, is that there's not any game modes to it. You have the one where it's, what, like, 99 levels or 30 or whatever, or online, and that's it. That's it. And, yeah, like, give me the, like, shitty, gritty, dark party game goddamn Bomberman I want. And keep everybody, like, painfully screaming when they die, because that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, as uh, I believe I mentioned during the episode, the Bomberman that I played growing up, I was Bomberman World, has a whole world, like, campaign in it. In addition to the just, like, couch party game version. Sure. Which you can play against regular, you know, humans all with controllers or you can play against cpus yeah and like what where was all of that it shouldn't be that hard it, it can't be number four Ooh. the final question what's the most you've enjoyed a game despite it being terrible okay so uh big rigs again big rigs i, am. I was gonna <laughs> like what i had lined up for this was uh big rigs because big, big rigs, rigs. <laughs> Uh, as I'll, as we have said, objectively, if you were just to rate objectively, how does Big Rigs work as a video games, a video game? It's one of the worst video games ever made. Yeah. Uh, how does it work as a video game? It fucking doesn't. It does not. <laughs> and that's what it makes it amazing. Big Rigs is the bad movie of video games. It is that thing that transcends badness to be just such a weird and jarring experience that it's so entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and you have to take it for what it is. You can't go into it expecting a racing game because you're going to be sadly mistaken when there's no AI CPU. And in fact, without the patch, they don't move at all. No, no. And even if they did, they can't win. (laughs) Jake, you have to go in expecting the games that Big Rigs describes itself as, which is a game where you, oh Lord, you smuggle illegal cargo past cops on your Big Rig. Right. Yeah, that's what you have to go in expecting because then nothing in the game is like that. None whatsoever. <laughs> oh man. Uh, besides Big Rigs, though, Shaq Fu: Legend Reborn. That game is such a piece of shit, and it tries so hard. Man, that fucking that piece of shit cracked me up the whole time. Goddamn Shaqtus. Ah, uh, I I enjoyed very small parts of that, which was mostly just being the Shaqtus. That or Big Diesel. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we could talk about Two Worlds 1. Again, it's bad, but it's kind of funny bad. And it's not broken enough. Yeah. Well, well, no. Well. So, like, I never really ran into any game break. I mean, I did once, but Console Commands, yo, uh, where I got stuck in a wall. Right, right. But I almost never ran into anything truly game breaking. Yeah, I didn't either. And so while it was kind of glitchy and weird, it wasn't like, I can't play this. I don't feel I can progress because the game keeps failing on me. I mean, it wasn't glitchy and weird, like kind of. It, it was just glitchy the whole time, which was part of the charm for me. Yeah, so it, it's again, it's a bad game, but it was notably better than I was expecting. And I had fun at times, especially just like doing the random shit. When it was just like, I guess I'm just genociding this whole city. And then because 
all the people in this city use the same kind of sword. I'm going to forge a level 50 sword that now kills everything in one hit. That's what I was going to say. Genociding your way through little Asia. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I guess I have God's katana. And then I use that to cut down every orc in like a three mile radius. Good times. Good times. I'm not going to go on about how much you secretly love Zombier. Uh, you mean that game that makes me want to set fire to the hills of Spain? <laughs> I hated that game from start to finish. I know, it's still funny. Hated it. That's their that's their uh question. That was uh Endorphin dropping us a bunch of lines, bunch of actual questions. Uh as I said, if you want to get a hold of us, drop us any other question suggestions. They ha- can be as or more or less serious than that. Seriously. If you want to ask us really dumb questions, we'll answer those too. Oh yeah. The bad game cast at gmail.com. Singular. Just one game. The game we're talking about right now. I mean, we talk about a new game every two weeks. But you can also tweet at the bad game cast. That'll come to me and my phone when it tells me that I have Twitters. <laughs> Which it does like once a week. You know, I get that. I I'll see well, or like or it'll like It'll give me notifications like, oh, someone retweeted, someone liked, someone tweeted at you. And then, like, the notifications just, like, don't go away. Like, I get rid of them, but then when I move, mouse over to the Twitter app, it says it still has, like, a four next to it. And I'm like, yeah, Twitter, I know. Oh, really? I saw these already. Twitter's oh, like, weird. you've got notifications. I'm like, okay, I'll click on you. And it's like, no new notifications. Thanks, Twitter. Then you go to the like, inbox and then refresh it so they go away. No, I like do that and they don't go away. <laughs> That's funny. It's, I, I don't know. It's it's all borked. Whatever. But you can tweet at the bad game because that's me. I sometimes I, I mean, I respond fairly somewhat on there. We'll see uh, on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page that may or may not be updated at this current moment that you're listening at this current moment that we're recording. It so isn't. <laughs> But I know that, and you'll know that when you go there and you go, huh, that's, uh, it hasn't been updated in months. This hasn't been updated since May 2015. We didn't even have a podcast in May 2015. Uh, so there's that. Also, the Bad Gamecast, however you search Facebook. I don't know. I don't use the thing. Twitch. Let's go there first. We're on Twitch. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, probably. Uh, those are the main days that we stream. Sometimes I try to sneak in a bonus stream on a weekend if I'm feeling it. I would have this weekend, but auto chess is broken. And by this weekend, I mean the weekend where I'm recording, not the weekend that we're releasing because I might have this weekend. I don't know. It's in the future. (laughs) I'm still in the past. (laughs) That's not confusing and weird. (laughs) Anyway, twitch.tv slash the bad game cast. Monday and Wednesday is me. Tuesday and Thursday is Jake. Yo. There's auto chess, there's arena, there in theory might be MTGO if I ever actually feel like putting together a deck or two of Canadian Highlander, which is a format I really want to try to play because I think it's really interesting, but we'll see since Vintage Cube is gone, uh, I won't be streaming any more of that. Aww. Um, we also do bad game previews and we race through games. We do, uh, but in theory, we'll have started a new race, although we haven't decided as of time of recording what we're doing. We might be taking a quick summer break 
just because we've got some busy schedules and stuff coming up. Yeah, like looking at my current schedule, that doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, so we might do a bad game pass summer break where we just do some other stuff. We'll see. Uh, Reddit, r slash the bad game cast, u slash the bad game cast. The subreddit is basically just a landing pile for all the episodes as they come out. Uh, If you had questions, comments, suggestions, you could post them there. We would, in theory, see them. Absolutely. Uh, Because Jake runs the uh, uh, account, basically. There's a user for the Bad Game Cast that runs around and comments and heckles the Sonic subreddit. Except not anymore, because I'm pretty sure we're banned there. I think we are. Yeah. Which is fine. They can go, you know, fuck themselves. That's what I told them and ended up getting banned. Yeah, well, I do not disguise my loathing of Sonic at all. And I never will. So that, 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 and the final Patreon. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you want to drop us a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars a month, champions. I, it's whatever, any bit, every little bit. What is the champion tier? I haven't made a champion tier, <laughs> but I feel like I should now. Uh, which will be right below the achieve the day tier. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Uh, so every little bit helps us uh, continue to do this dumb, dumb thing that we do. Yeah. Yep. If you want to support us in other ways, it's not just sending us cash. Please tell your friends, somebody that you might, uh, you think might enjoy what we do. Turn them on to us. Yeah. Spread the word. Extra people, ears, comments, concerns, everything. Get us out there. Also, uh, when you write in, tell us where you uh, found out about us. That could be fun. Sure. Why not? Uh, also, uh, the only thing I got is uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. He has his own Twitter. I don't because you can clearly tell how much I Twitter, even on our account. Yeah, but I had my own Twitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't. That's why I got the uh, official one. This is my second Twitter account because I also have uh, one for my... Um, uh, gamer tag that I use sure. everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I stopped using it in favor of because I just started using my name for everything. All right. All right. Well, shit. For the bad game cast, I've been Jake. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's just saying how that is. <laughs>
I'm just gonna send him pictures of golems every day. 